Chris Conley here in the top of the fourth inning is on. Mitch Danielski to lead off for the Evergreens with a 2-0 lead. First ball swinging, fouls it back. Be another inning of work for Fletcher Ellenbecker. Both of these starting pitchers have surrendered some hits. Evergreens have capitalized on a walk and a batter that should have been out on a foul ball in foul territory. That got them their second run. Outside corner strike. Danielski is down. No balls. Two strikes here. Oh, two pitch. And that's fouled away. Danielski got the Evergreens his first run on a fly that I didn't think was deep enough to right field. It was deep enough for Hayden Davidowski to tag and score. Beg your pardon, courtesy runner Elijah Schmidt tagged and scored. Gave the Evergreens a 1-0 lead. 0-2 here bounced off the plate. Foul ball again. On that same play, the trail runner, Brock Babish, was cut down at third base. Run had scored first. No controversy on that. Back at Simon Field tomorrow, 5 o'clock start. And then a Thursday, 5 p.m. game at Marshfield. Still haven't heard if the Evergreens are going to add a Friday game before the playoffs. Call strike three. Mitch Danielski, that was just below the letters, got a swing at that one. And Mitch is the first strikeout of the afternoon for Fletcher Ellenbecker. Now Preston Miller. Grounded out to short his first time up. Preston's 0 for 1. For the season, Preston is 9 of 37. Did not hit in the Evergreens doubleheader. Played center field in only one of the two games. Outside, ball one. Yeah, the Evergreens were talking about whether they would try and add a Friday game, hopefully a home game, before going into the playoffs eight days from now. Pitches up high to Miller, two balls and no strikes. I suppose we'd have something posted on the athletic site, uh, I would imagine today or tomorrow, if a Friday game is going to happen. 2-0 pitch, fouled away. And of course, Wednesday, you know, the Evergreens have a lot of seniors, more seniors than the Blue Jays do. Wednesday's a big day, graduation day at Steam Stadium. Congratulations to our class of 2022. So by the time we get to the playoffs, some of these players will be members of the Alumni Association. 2-1 pitch is up high. Three balls and one strike. Oh, I hear you. You're asking about how my daughter's graduation was down at Marquette on Sunday. It's wonderful. But, <laughs> of course, it's me. There's always a but. 3-1 that's up high and a walk. Preston Miller, good speed. He's aboard at first with one out. I mean, Sunday was a cold day, and the graduation was held over at the amphitheater at the Summerfest ground, so right on the lake. And the wind was blowing. I wished that I brought along the jacket that I brought along today and don't need. And, of course, Marquette, my daughter's taking part in the, the graduate student uh, ceremony. Here's Nate Langbin to bat for the Evergreens. First ball swinging, popped up. Shallow left field coming in and catching is Henry Ryman. That's the second out. So, you know, the ceremony, there, there are speeches and honors to be given. So the ceremony takes two and a half hours. And, of course, your kid walks across the stage in five seconds. 
So the payoff to the time that you're down there is wrong, but still, it's a very, very proud day. No complaints. Two outs and a man at first. Here's Chris Wiesman. And then as I was joking with my daughter, the real world arrived today with a thud. <laughs> no more school. Up high for Wiesman, ball one. A lot of these Everest players will be going on to college. Some will be athletically involved at the next level. 1-0 pitch. That bends up high. Runners going on a delayed steal. Ball's there in time, and he is safe, bobbled, and no out. Second baseman Braden Piper needed to hold that ball. The umpire delayed his call and then saw that the ball was trapped in the second baseman's glove against the infield dirt. Safe. Ball was there in time, too. Mm. I know it's hard to handle when the ball is down low and the runner's arriving, too, but that was not held. So now it's an RBI opportunity, and Wiesman takes a strike. I believe we're at two balls and two strikes now. See if Wiesman can drive in that run from second base, build on this 2-0 lead. Again, Preston Miller, good speed. He could come around on a hit to the outfield. That's up high. I believe the count is full. No, umpire just indicated 3-1. and one. Scoreboard is right. Announcer is wrong. That, of course, hasn't happened all season, right? <laughs> no, no, not exactly. 3-1, this is a hitter's count for Wiesman. Cotter on deck if the inning continues. This is a well-hit ball to center field. Going back, going back, he's got a beat on it. It's the center fielder, McRae, and he makes the catch. Just a step or two away from the warning track, so Wiesman gave it a ride. It's a long out, and for the first time in the ball game, the Blue Jays have kept the Evergreens off the scoreboard. Going to the bottom of the fourth, we remain DC Everest 2, Blue Jays nothing on 93-9 the game. We go to the bottom of the fourth, and there's a pitching change for the Evergreens. Hayden Davidowski's day is done. Braxton Olson, senior right-hander, coming in. Nice three innings of work for Hayden Davidowski. Scattered four hits. Three of them were singles. Davidowski stranded a runner at second in the second and stranded runners at first and third in the third. So Davidowski danced his way out of trouble and gives way now to Braxton Olson. Again, Braxton's got to give his best stuff here. 
He'll face five, six, and seven in the Blue Jays' batting order, bottom of the fourth. So the Evergreens turn over the middle innings to Braxton Olson. I would not be surprised if it's Kyler Soppy who's asked to come out and get the final outs in the ballgame. Leading off of the Blue Jays in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Brady Kranitz had the best hit ball for the Blue Jays. A gapper to right center got himself a double. So this time he'll be doing it against someone other than Hayden Davidowski. That was kind of a weird trip on base for Kranitz because the batter after him laid down a bunt. Kranitz didn't advance. Strike on the inside corner, Braxton Olson. Again, stake to a 2-0 lead. Kranitz is a big bat, left-hander. But you can't hit the two-run homer with nobody on base. So this is fine. Outside, one ball and one strike. Olsen has a little bit more on his fastball than Davidowski. But Davidowski did just fine over his first three innings of work. Didn't walk anybody. Swing here to second. Kyler Soppy has it. Throws over and there's the first out. That is the first time all afternoon that the Evergreens have retired the leadoff batter in one of the frames. So that's a good start. Here comes Zach Newman. It was Newman who put down that kind of weird bunt. Nobody on, hitting away here with one out. Braxton Olson coming home. He aimed that one, and it's down low, ball one. And for all the years that we've been coming up here, the grass has always been kept high at Athletic Park in Merrill, which means it's kind of a slow-playing infield. Bounced to third, Wyatt Miles takes the big hop, throws across the diamond, two up, two down. I think the Evergreens, because sometimes the defense has been all that good, prefer a tall grass, kind of slower infield. Just a completely different animal when you go, say, to the new baseball complex over at Wisconsin Rapids. Play on the synthetic there. At bat number 18, Nathan Brzezowski. Merrill goes to a pinch hitter in the Fletcher Ellenbecker uh, spot. Nathan Wisnowski to hit. which tells me that the Blue Jays may be using a new pitcher when they're out on the field in the top of the fifth. First pitch to Nate is outside, ball one. He bats with two outs and nobody on. Braxton Olson looking for an easy fourth inning. On the outside corner, one and one. Now Nathan's just taken his first at-bat here, but he's got to know if he's been watching on the bench. That pitch has been a strike all afternoon. 1-1, one, one, leg kick, righty coming home. That's inside, 2-1. and one. Pitching line for Hayden Davidowski works the first three innings. No runs, four hits, struck out two and walked nobody. Coming home here, just missed inside. Mm. And Braxton Olson kind of looked in like he thought that was a strike. Braxton Olson thought the inning should have come to a close. Instead, it's 3-1. and one. coming home here, and that's a walk. First free pass that the Evergreens have issued to the Blue Jays today. Two outs and a base runner. Here's Jack Hook. Jack has pitched a little this year for the Blue Jays, so I mean, maybe he'll see some action before this is done. 
And the Blue Jays had someone throwing, couldn't see who it was behind the dugout, but it's going to be a new pitcher for Merrill as we go to the top of the fifth. The Evergreens are still trying to get through the bottom of the fourth, and the first pitch from Olsen is up high to Jack Hook, ball one. 2-0 Everest. Blue Jays have had someone on in every inning. That is just off the outside corner. Two balls, no strikes. The dog in the backyard thought that was a strike. Coming home 2-0. And there's a generous strike, maybe at the numbers or a little bit higher. Two balls and one strike. Olsen liked the pitch that he threw in the last sequence for strike three. Instead, he gets a generous 2-1 count. And this is hit to right field, but it's right at Mitch Danielski who makes the catch. Hit on the barrel, but you got to hit it where they ain't. A walk does not hurt the Evergreens. Four complete DC Everest two, Blue Jays nothing on 93-9 the game. Top of the fifth is on, and there is no pitching change for the Blue Jays. Fletcher Ellenbecker is back out for another inning of work. Ellenbecker allowed single runs in the first and second, but has kept the Evergreens off the scoreboard in the third and fourth. We've talked on these broadcasts that a lot of times the Evergreens have scored runs in the early innings, and then the bats go into hibernation. You want to avoid that storyline here. The bottom part of the batting order for the Evergreens, Nick Cotter, Wyatt Miles, and then back to the top, Kyler Soppy. It's 8-9-1 and one for the Evergreens here. Yeah, here's Nick Cotter, who singled his last time up. And you know what? Cotter, over the last couple of games, is now suddenly one of the hot bats in the Everest lineup. And you know what? For Nick coaches, Cotter. you've got to recognize that the high school season has so few games, and the at-bat sample was so small that when someone gives you like a three-for-four run, you've got to move them up in the batting order and let them hit more. Got to ride the hot hand. Cotter to lead off against Ellen Becker. Top of the fifth is on, and the first pitch is hit off the plate left side. Tough play in the hole for the shortstop. Safe infield hit for Nick Cotter. Nick is two for two. You could just tell off the bat there are not a lot of high school shortstops who can make that throw. Sam Ryman had to go a step, maybe two steps, over to his right, and then that's just such a hard throw, and you're moving away from first base. Evergreens will use a courtesy runner. Josh Hopkins will run for Nick Cotter. And here's Wyatt Miles. I would not be surprised if Wyatt is asked to bunt the runner over. An insurance run sure seems nice for the Evergreens. You've got the luxury of a leadoff hit. Wyatt is bunting, pulls it back, and the runner retreats to first on a pitch that's high. Ball one. 
Yeah, you know, eventually you watch enough of these games and you know Coach Dave Langbin's tendencies. This is a spot where he'd like to bunt, and why not? Kyler Soppy, hitter with the best average, waits in the on-deck circle. Give him a chance to drive one in. Bunt is on again. Put down the third base line. This is a good one. Only play is to first, and that is a successful sacrifice. Jack Hook, the third baseman, solid throw, but Nick Cotter, well, the courtesy runner, Josh Hopkins, advances to scoring position. Here's Kyler Soppy. Fouled out and was hit by a pitch. Again, Soppy, the leadoff batter for the Evergreens, doesn't get a lot of RBI opportunities. He has five for the season. 2-0 lead for the Evergreens, looking for more. Soppy ball one, gets away from the catcher. Runner's going to advance to third. Pitch was down low. That's a wild pitch. Pitch bounced in front of home plate. Connor Cartwright did a good job to keep it from going to the screen, but it hit him or hit his protector and then bounced off to the first base side, allowing the courtesy runner to move over to third base. Blue Jays have to play the infield in in this spot. Let's see if Soppy can draw one past and pick up that runner 90 feet away. Bounced off the plate to third. Runners breaking for home, play to first. Got him there, and the run scores. That's a productive out for the Evergreens. 3-0. Hit to third. Jack Hook looked the runner back, and then when he threw, courtesy runner took off like a shot and scores. RBI for Kyler Soppy. 3-0. Hayden Davidowski will hit with two outs. Evergreens are happy to get a run, even though it cost them an out in that spot. Here's Hayden Davidowski, one for two today. First ball swinging and hit through the right side. Davidowski's got himself a second hit. First player today in the two-hit club for Brock Babish. All right, the mission here with two outs for Fletcher Ellenbecker is to make sure that he doesn't give up any more. I mean, 3 nothing. you still live to fight another day. Merrill's the home team. they got three more at-bats left here. 3 nothing seems doable. Fall further behind, I don't know. It's a big hole to dig out of, the way this game's been playing. First pitch to Babish way outside. Catcher backhanded stop, throw down, and the Evergreens have made another out on the bases. I think the base runner, Davidowski, may have thought that that was by the catcher. Instead, it was a backhand stop by Connor Corkbride, and he threw a bullet down to second base. Two caught stealings and two outs at third for the Evergreens. They've still built their lead a little bit higher. Going to the bottom of the fifth and our new score, it's D.C. Everest 3, Merrill nothing on 93-9 the game.
bottom of the fifth is on, and it looks like the Evergreens are going to be pitching by committee. Another pitching change here. Noah Shemaleski is on. Noah one and one on the season. Braxton Olson recorded one inning of work. He walked a man and was not scored upon. So Braxton Olson worked the fourth and now gives way to Noah Shemaleski. Braden Piper in the number nine spot for the Blue Jays will lead off here. Nothing tricky about Noah. Right-hander, senior, strike one. Noah does not have as uh, zippy a fastball as Davidowski or Olson, but Noah is consistently around the plate. 0-1 pitch, that's down low, a ball and a strike. Sun is starting to set over the left field fence here at Athletic Park. Looking forward to be back home at Simon Field tomorrow. Simon Field has just been in beautiful shape with the rain that we got earlier. This is a pop-up. It's on the infield. First baseman gives way, and Kyler Sapi, the second baseman, calls and catches. So Nate Langbin gave away, and Kyler Sapi gets the out. Braden Piper is down. All right, well, now Noah Shemaleski has a little work in Michael front of him. McCray. We go to the top of the Blue Jays' batting order, Michael McCray. McCray has faced a different pitcher in each one of his at-bats. Singled off Hayden Davidowski in the first, struck out against Braxton Olson, and now McRae will see what he can do against Noah Shemaleski. One out, nobody on. Swing and a miss, strike one. Again, Noah, knowing that he was going to pitch today, probably knows that he can find that outside corner and spot the ball there. He'll find a strike. 0-1. Coming home, hit to third. Wyatt Miles, friendly hop. Throws across the diamond, got him. Again, that nice, slow infield here at Athletic Park made that an easy play for Wyatt Miles. Two up, two down. Field, number 24, Here's Henry, Henry Ryman. Ryman. They've kept Henry 0 for 2 today, and he's the bat you've got to watch out for here in the Blue Jays lineup. Evergreens have just steadily built this lead. They're at 3 nothing now. Bottom of the fifth, looking to get through the middle innings with the shutout still intact. First pitch to Ryman, up high. Noah has had trouble throwing strikes to left-handed batters. And here is Ryman, the lefty. Two outs and nobody on. And you're willing to challenge him here with no one on base. And that's outside, two balls and no strikes. You know what, it's funny that... Noah has so much trouble throwing strikes to lefties that if the other team was loaded up with left-handed bats, you probably wouldn't use Noah on that day. So let's see if Noah can find a strike here. 2-0, leg kick coming home. There he goes, made the adjustment and found the inside corner. Again, to a good left-handed hitter, you want to work the inside part of the plate here. Ryman's still in a hitter's spot at 2-1. Shemaleski's coming home, and that's a ball that's popped up. Shortstop going back, and Chris Wiesman's got it two steps into the outfield. That's a three-up, three-down inning. Blue Jays get nothing. Noah Shemaleski retires all three that he faces, and we're going to the top of the sixth. D.C. Evers three, Blue Jays nothing on 93-9 the game. 